This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You are being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey, where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being, and hopefully you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. Hello, welcome to Wellbeing Mojo. It's Sue here with a little note about this week's podcast. Now, Claire and I have recently started a radio show. It's a local community um, radio station over on the Wirral in the northwest of the UK, and we're really excited about it. Now, we've been recording our shows. We've only been doing it for a couple of weeks. And we've got guests, we've got discussions, and we thought it'd be really great to transfer the recordings onto our podcast. So for this next series, you're going to be hearing those discussions. It's all about well-being. It's all very relevant for Wellbeing Mojo. Um, our radio show is called Let's Talk Wellbeing because um, we're trying to encourage people to open up more about all the different aspects of our life that affect our mental well-being. So listen to this space. Hopefully you'll enjoy. Um, and do give us some feedback on what you'd like to hear on the radio and on the podcast. So without further ado, here's an extract from our discussion from last Thursday. And it's our show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. So... Nathan is here. He's been setting up a group in Frodsham and it's all around mental health support. And it's been also including well-being and it's a social thing as well, which sounds great. The group offers a safe space for all and is a place of confidentiality, kindness and zero judgment. Just what we're into as well, isn't it, Sue? Sound of zero judgment. So he's also here to talk about an upcoming event, which is mixing music and mental health awareness. That I'm really interested in. But there's also an exclusive first reveal of a new venture that's coming into your area. So Nathan James will be coming up now. Nathan, this sounds amazing. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It sounds like it's really good to have you here. It's good to talk. It is very good to talk, isn't it? It always is. So where did you come up with this premise? Okay, um, it was August last year, uh, and that's when I started. For a while I'd been wanting to do it, um, but August last year is when the, when, the, when the group started up. started up with just a few of us in a... And a space outside at, um, am I allowed to mention names of businesses here? Yeah. yeah. So it was a, there's a Gleaves Garden Centre in Prodsham <coughs> and a place there called the Cheeky Ice Cream Cafe. And I knew this guy. I like that. I went there, it's great. Very cheeky. Yeah. Uh, and we, I went to him and said, look, can we do this outside? It's got like outside area. That's where the seating was. So it's perfect. 
So I started this up, and my whole, my whole thinking is that um, to remove all anxieties around it, so there's never any pressure with arriving on time or leaving early or missing a week or anything like that. Um, and it's, it's all about get, getting it, getting to the safe space, which allows you to talk, share if you want to. Yeah. You, know, you can sit there and not say anything for the whole time if you want to as well. Um, it's free. So uh, the good to talk part of it, I think, is because it's, it is good to talk, isn't it? But I'll be honest, the name came up because I just, I went online. It was like a, I'd been sharing stuff locally mm-hmm. just as myself. Yeah. Because I wanted to try and keep away from all the red tape and bureaucracy and all that sort of thing, you know. Um, and then I went online because people were needing me to have some kind of logo. And I just, oh, it's good to talk. That's great. So I sort of stuck with it. And it is good to talk. It's brilliant. Uh, and here we are now, I think. Um, yeah. I think the name, it, well, it says what it does. Yeah, so the, yeah. the, nobody needs to worry about what that means. Yeah, yeah. You know, it really does sort of like say what it means. Yeah, it's the Ron Seal thing. The tent, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Ron Seal. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So what is interesting for me is because we know that men in particular struggle to talk yes, sorry, there's yeah. this big thing yes, within our within our society that you know they have to be big strong men yeah. hold things together yeah. and you know th- deal with it on their own kind of yeah, thing so yeah. it is very different from I'm, and now i'm talking in general because there's always going to be yeah, the odd people but in general so is that something that you thought about as well obviously yeah, within that thanks for saying that because i forgot to include that yeah. <laughs> yeah very much yeah it's it's something that obviously in my life as a man growing up i that's been my life too you know yeah um, and <laughs> i'm a very emotional guy as well so when i talk about things I, i'm i'm pretty sure at some point during this i'll probably have a tear <laughs> not <laughs> a problem um, you know the first group meeting actually i did yeah uh, i sat there and i said there was there were five of us and i said right guys when i say i cry i'm a man and i cry and then, uh, what about you? And they were all, yeah, I do too. And that was like, it was like uh, almost a watershed moment sort of thing. That's know? good. Um, but yeah, you, you're so right that we we struggle, we keep all these things on, on in ourselves and on mm. ourselves. And it's almost like when you first share it, when you first say something, anything about how you're feeling, it, yeah. it, that little weight, it's, it, you can feel it almost gone from uh, inside and the weight off your shoulders, you know. Yeah. So part of a massive part of everything we're doing is trying to stop the stigma associated with talking about how you feel. Yeah. And your thoughts, um, and un- trying to understand ourselves more. Yeah. Because we don't, in general, again. You know, yeah. Because we're not. I feel very much like we've, in this country, um, we've been brought, we've been taught certain ways which condition us to be good workers yeah. and to do as we're told and all this sort of thing and don't feel don't question um you know because if you oh don't talk to yourself because we'll put you in a straight jacket <laughs> you know that's what i've grown up with through the media and this, these messages and totally yeah so now yeah it's ta- that's gone now that's gone now. that's we're gone changing now. It. We're yeah, changing yeah definitely are yeah step by step is yes, de- definitely, definitely getting changed you're totally right there i must admit i mean obviously talking from a female perspective definitely that I very often talk to myself um my grandma used to always talk to herself I remember my brother going she's talking to herself in there and I was like right great and then I'd come out of the bathroom and I'd have been talking to myself I sort things out and sometimes it has to be spoken out loud yeah but you can very often have found yourself yeah (laughs) being looked at very strangely so I think there's that side of things what you were saying is really key that we have been brought up with this. There, there are 
there's this belief system that we have that no longer serves us. It really doesn't offer us the kind of thing that we need to deal with the kind of society we now live in. That's from like years and years back. Our society's very much changed, hasn't it? Yes, very much. And we need to adapt with that. What's key is you were saying that like, yeah, so this is like, you've learned this from the media, you know, that this is stuff that you need to do. And actually, no, we're rebelling against that. And that sounds like, this is part of what you're doing. It's going, no, it is good to talk and you need to share it. Were you ever told that you were too sensitive when you were growing up? Of course, yeah. Yeah. I think, think, and and that, it's almost like, I don't know how, with your experience, but from mine, um, and people coming to the the groups, you start to connect with the other people who are like you. So from being that person where you're growing up thinking that I'm I'm a bit odd one out, you know, a bit different sort of thing, you start to realise that, okay, there's other people who are the odd one out and different, you know, like me. Um, so the sensitivity is a massive part of it, and I don't want to lose that because you sort—I was sort of taught as you're growing up in this society, isn't it? it? Oh no, you're too sensitive, you're too emotional. You know that's not going to serve. You've got to, you've got to step on each other. You've got to be cutthroat. You've got to get to the top, and then all that sort of stuff. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So no. To- I I could hear my dad saying that when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You, and being told we're too sensitive and something that we do at 3B is called emotional wealth yes. we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well but that is very much a okay nobody's shown me the scale of how much is sensitive is okay and then where does it tip over into being too much we're not given that are we so it's like what is too much we very often think it's because people can't deal with it yeah but i was just thinking as you were talking i was thinking it's a fear isn't it Everyone, everyone who's saying, oh, you're too sensitive, don't talk about it. They're scared, aren't they? Yeah. Dealing with their own emotions, their own feelings, their own thoughts, which I understand because until you realise that, because they've been taught that way as well, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. You know, it's, it's an ongoing thing. You're born into something and then that's what you're used to. That's what you accept as being the normality, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. So it's good to talk is really changing this kind of stuff. So you've got some mixing music with mental health stuff yeah, yeah. go on so, explain that to us okay, then so it started uh the f- we did one last month at a place called the tiger's head up in norley okay so the concept is <coughs> it's called open mic open minds and do you like the name i it's do amazing. i do yeah okay. did you get i really <laughs> like the name uh, and yeah it's mental health and music together so it's open mic in the sense of musicians singers uh, can come and play a song you know um if they it's because it's mental health related, it doesn't have to be about their struggles or the singer's struggles or the, the composer's struggles. Um, that's good, obviously. But then if they play an upbeat song, you know, that's great because it's lifting everyone's mentality yeah. and mental health in the room as well. But then it's about people allowing the f- open forum for people to share about their life, their experiences, yeah. talk about something that they want to talk about with that, uh, and uh, normalising it normalizing it you know and the more that we do this sort of thing the better it will be oh, yeah. so we started this one at uh, the tiger's head in norley we've got another one coming up and now on the 4th of may okay open mic open minds yeah brilliant over there great people and then we've got a charity event but same concept at the barn at the bears port in fudgham and that's on the 12th of may thursday and that's our usual group night when we usually have our group there it's great venue there great setting uh, private room there, function room, and again, it's the concept of, of normalising it, letting let it out there. We're raising money for two causes. Mm. One is uh, Macmillan, which is uh, 
think they have tie-ins with Green King go in the pub, I think. So right. I think, yeah. Um, so we're raising some money for McMillan and some for the cause that the project that we're trying to do, which is regarding mental health first aid training courses. But I could maybe tell you about that after. Okay. Um, and yeah, so if you are, if someone's listening to this and they're a musician um, and they fancy playing a song, you know, one song, two songs, three songs, then please get in touch. Because we we need you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I th- what I really like about that concept, though, as well, is you're gonna have different viewpoints. Yeah. So what somebody will think of as a song that really, you know, inspires them, uplifts them, or makes them think a certain way, is going to be very different from somebody else. So what you're actually doing, where you're saying you're normalising, you're also going, we're all different. And and that's okay. And it doesn't matter that that affects you in a certain way if it doesn't affect somebody else. Because what, what matters is what's affecting you. Yeah. And other people yeah. just need to get on board with that kind of thing, don't yeah, they? I, one of the fav- my favourite places is Thailand. And there's a, a little saying that uh, I've got from there, and I love it. And I've got a top with it on, actually. And it's the same, same, but different. And it's just, it's just a great way of saying how similar we are yeah. We've all got our individualities as well, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I like that. Basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, right. So, 12th of May Thursday is coming 12th up. 12th of May, yes. At the Burzpaw. Yeah, it's a private function room behind. It's called the barn. Um, barn. Really nice, really nice room. Really relaxed atmosphere it's going to be as well. No pressure. There's no pressure with anything that I do, okay. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're hoping for a really, really good night. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. We might even pop along to that. That would be amazing brilliant. if you could come along. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so it is actually, I forgot I forgot to mention the time, didn't I? It could be any time. They could be turning up any time. Well, no, we're quite happy to turn up any time. <laughs> any time. <just laughs> have, have a couple of drinks before. Listen to our show first. Oh, yeah, obvious. of course. Obvious, yeah. yeah. Early, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's from, it's from 7 o'clock. So 7 o'clock, sort of the doors open, and then Mike, it will be on at 8 uh, but if, like I said, if you are a musician, please get in touch with us, you know, yeah. if you're thinking. And what would really be good is, honestly, is that with, with open mic nights, <coughs> you have a lot of open mic nights and brilliant people. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you have musicians who go around and do open mic nights, and we had some of them at the Tiger's Head. So, you know, any of those are welcome to come. Yeah. Brilliant. But also, if you're a musician maybe who hasn't played publicly before, you know, maybe you've written a song about your own life and your own struggles, maybe through the whole lockdown debacle that we had and everything in the last two years, you know? Yeah. Um, then you're more than welcome, you know, please get in touch. Even if you've got some anxieties about doing it, it's okay, because once you've done it, then you'll feel on top of the world, you know, yeah. we, can, we can help each other through it, so. So, they're going to get in touch, what's the best way to get in touch with you then? Okay, so if you go to our Facebook page, which, which is, if you just search... It's good to talk, but the easiest way to type it is ITSGD number two TK. So if you just search that. <laughs> Say uh, that again. <laughs> so it's ITSGD and the number two and TK. Can I just say that um, that we'll, there'll be a link to oh, your fantastic. Facebook page on our posts okay. that are going out today okay. already on Facebook. Okay. And that's the HCR radio station posts and also our 3B Wellbeing post so i'm that's sure brilliant. people will be able to find you nathan thank you well, also i was going to say the email address as well which is yeah, that's it's great good to talk uh, with the number two um at uh, gmail.com yeah. great so it's good to talk using the number two with yes. the uh, within yes. the it's yeah. good to talk yeah. at gmail yes fantastic so 
hopefully you'll get a lot of response from that. I'm looking forward to hearing all about that and uh, joining you with the as well yeah I think it sounds really exciting I know when you and I chatted about about you coming in Nathan I was just I was so excited to tell Claire all about you (laughs) because a couple of things I wrote down is um you know my voice is a bit croaky this week folks you're just gonna have to bear with me I'm afraid thank you um I wrote down no pressure safe space understand ourselves more deprogramming collaboration over competition acceptance and then I just thought we're kindred spirits don't you think Claire? oh totally as soon as you tell me about it I was just like yeah it just felt like a connection already definitely I think I think your philosophy and you know kind of your aim with this yeah it feels very relevant to a lot of the stuff we do at 3b but it, it just feels really nice and refreshing to hear somebody else say a lot of the things out loud that Claire and I have been banging on about for like years and years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you for all those years. Years that you've been doing it, you know, because I know that sometimes when you're, sometimes it's hard, isn't it? Oh, yeah, to, extremely. To be the one banging the drum. It, it really People is. Don't sometimes want to hear the drum being banged. <laughs> they really don't. And I think, you know, the word well being mm. is getting a lot more traction, you know, a lot more attention. But and I, which I think obviously is a good thing. Like you were saying, yeah, it's good to talk. We're we're opening ourselves up to this kind of thing a bit more. But with that, there's always another side to it, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon. There's a lot of kind of people looking to profit from that. Um, and you know that's not our discussion point today. Maybe it's one for another time. But I think you know it can make people wary. So I think the fact that you know what struck me about you, Nathan, was you know we only spoke a couple of days ago, but it was that kind of authenticity and that genuineness that was really coming through that Claire and I are, are so big on here at 3 I'm, re- I'm really glad about that, honestly. Thank you, because I, <laughs> I'm getting emotional again, see? It's all I, good. Because I care. It's I care, all good. That's what it is. And, um, we, I was talking to someone yesterday, and they, they were in a uh, medical field, um, and they were saying that they're taught in psychiatric medical field, and they're taught that, you know, don't get involved, or they were, don't get involved emotionally, and that's something. And, you know, I, I, I agree, you can't take everyone's problems mm. on and all that, but... If you stop yourself caring, then you know you're not you're not yourself. You know? Exactly. I think it's what what you were saying about these are skills. They're actually fundamental skills for life. And I think you know in our kind of professional life, Claire and I, you know, they're often referred to as soft skills aren't they? You know, which kind of sort of demeans them, doesn't it? You know, it sort of has a connotation. Um, But I think, like I say, slowly but surely we're coming around to the fact that what we're realising is that actually we need these skills. These are skills we need to be instilling in our young people, you know, and and whatever age we are, you know, it's always good to learn. There's always opportunity. One of the things that struck me about, um, you know, when I was chatting with you was about, and, and listening to what you're saying there, is about this idea of understanding ourselves more because Claire will know that this is what I kind of go on about every single day when we're working together. Um, you know, and we, um, the way that we kind of frame our work is that we talk about well-being as mental well-being. And the reason why we kind of chose that name really as a way to describe ourselves was because well-being is such a, a broad frame. There's lots of different things that fit into that. And we were kind of big on helping people understand thoughts which are also related to feelings. So, you know, that's where we, why we call ourselves 3B, the mental well-being company. This term mental well-being, what, what does it mean for you, Nathan? Okay, um, well, mental well-being, I think that essentially, I suppose, I, I, I tried to sum it up 
Yeah. Um, so I think for me, part a big part of it is not waking up each day thinking that everything's an accident. How you feel, how you think, how your day goes, um, and I think that 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 was my life, you know, before. So it was a case of, oh, I wonder if I'll have a good day today. I wonder how I'll feel today. Oh, I had a good day last week. <laughs> you know, I f- oh, I felt good then. Why did I feel? You know, mm-hmm. but there's never there was never any uh, anything beyond that. And I think that well-being for me is is looking after myself, looking after myself, my my emotions, my my thoughts, being understanding of myself and receptive and accepting of what's going on, um, and able to understand questioning thoughts, which um, I think is. That comes up after actually in one of the other questions, I think. Um, but yeah, I think mental well-being for me is is every day making sure that it's n- remembering it's not an accident. It's not an accident, and everything that you do contributes to how you feel. Everything, everyone you surround yourself with contributes to your mood, your thoughts. Yeah. So I suppose that would be it. Wow. Summing up. I love that. It really resonates with me. It resonates with so much that we talk about a lot, Claire, doesn't it? This, you know, it, it makes me think about intention, choice, yeah. you know, and that actually, yeah, it's very empowering mm. to think about. I mean, it's a little bit overwhelming, but it's also a very empowering thing to consider that these, it's not an accident, yeah. you oh, know. Yeah, very much. Yeah. It reminds me of that, I think I've used it before on here, that who's in charge, the thinker or the thought. you know and actually oh no I'm in charge so I can choose a different one not saying for one minute that it's easy really not not saying it's just a it's far from it yeah and it's about almost kind of working with yourself on a daily basis training your brain really yes you know and like you would a muscle like you would build up you know if you were going to run a marathon or you were going to you know kind of learn a new skill it's 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 applying that kind of principle I think to our thoughts Definitely. I really like your yeah, your take on mental well being fits really well with ours. Definitely. So much so. I think what you're also talking about is the way that's happening is it's a very preventative approach then. And that's where we're coming from with that. We're trying to get people not to go down the mental health route. Yeah. And if we practice and we do that and we, we take control of going yeah, I want to feel this today, yeah. not I wonder if. Yeah, that can help us to get to that point, massively, can't it? Yeah, massively. And, and I think that the, the, with the groups that, I, that I've been doing, people who are coming along or have been coming along, we, and myself, you know, the reason why I started it up, really, mm-hmm. is because you are at that point where um, you're quite low, low down in yourself, aren't you? You know, you're not, you're not loving yourself very much mm-hmm. and, you, you know, you can't see these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think at those times it is hard. It is the hardest, like you said, to think. Oh, well, you know, you, and you're talking about a lifetime of the, what you mentioned conditioning and us just getting up and just our thoughts come and then we go. All right, I'll go on that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it could be I was talking to someone yesterday and when that other part go, you know, the, the critical or the or the the one that's saying. What have they just said about you? Why, why is someone looking at you that way? Why are they? What have you done today? You know, you, oh, by the way, they hate you, or you, you're rubbish at that. You know, all the side men. Yeah. And it's so weird because when you start to talk to people, you realise that oh, really? <laughs> you you have that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. There's uh, you know the cartoons when you're growing up and it had the devil on one shoulder, the angel yes. on the other shoulder. It's yeah. tight, it know, very yeah. much is yeah. yeah. It's crazy. 
Who do you let? Yeah, yeah. shout the loudest yeah, kind of thing. That's exactly. I was saying this to somebody last night, actually. We were talking and I was saying that um, I found through my experience that the more I... Part of it is obviously recognising the little devil or whatever you want to say mm. um, recognising it and shutting it down or focusing you know all different techniques mm. but then massive part of it I've found is that the more I listened to the other side to my, the, the side of me that wants the best for me mm. that is my almost my best my guiding light almost you know my best yeah. friend inside um, then that part of me is the one that the more I listen to it the more I nurture it by doing all the things that I um, called a mood meter that yeah. I used um, doing all these things, then the louder it gets. And then the negative one gets so quiet, you know? It's like almost, you can, like in a little corner somewhere going, don't forget me. <laughs> uh, I, I have forgotten you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's really good. It's, um, I know Sue, well, Sue introduced me to it, so I know she listens to this as well. There's a podcast called The One You Feed. Brilliant right. podcast. And that's all, the premise is you've got two wolves within you. And which one is it that you want to you know come forward more and that's exactly what you're saying so whichever one you feed is the one that will grow oh, yeah. and become yeah. louder and yeah that's so awesome. actually the, the more that you are feeding your little angel on your shoulder yeah the bigger the angel is going to get the louder that's going to get the quieter yeah. the devil's going to go as well and, and then I, f I feel you become then you become so empowered within yeah. yourself you know and then you, you're filled you start to become um, over a period of time you start to become realizing that oh wow you know all that that I was weighed down with before it's not it's not what I thought it's not real almost you know yeah. I can do pretty much anything I want to do yeah you know? yeah you're looking at it in a different way yeah, very much, yeah. it would be really interesting to hear your personal journey with mm. mental well-being okay. are you comfortable to share that with us uh, yeah yeah of course yeah um, so great. <clears throat> I think I mentioned it before briefly that I've always felt growing up as the odd one out always so part of my problems growing up is then trying to fit in to the what i see around me you know mm. the, trying to the, you sort of have this picture you you pushed this picture is pushed onto you isn't it yeah. through various sources that this is the cool way to be or this is how, how you're supposed to be this is how you, you need to be to be successful in life etc 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 so for me i was totally disconnected from that because I had I was sensitive, I had emotions that I could feel, you know, I was uh, thinking about conscience as a massive one, you know, I had a massive conscience. I always have a very a strong moral complex, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so, as I was growing up, yeah, I struggled all through my life, I had some very, very bizarre opinions as I've been growing up as well, it's almost like I've, part of me going through life has almost tested myself as I've gone through, with all these outlandish sometimes like now I would never even dream of some of the opinions I used to test yeah um, but it was almost like I was going through this process without even realizing sort of thing mm. um, so yeah so I've suffered through my life like bouts of depression and, and sadness and anger anger's been a big part because I think it was rooted in the insecurities inside myself and uh, frustrations that I couldn't you know be this person that I need to be that, uh, and and the frustrations of n <coughs> of not understanding why I was feeling the way I was feeling, why I was so angry or why I was so frustrated or why I was so sad, um, why I felt so. Uh, it's going again. <laughs> why I felt so uh, 
not valuable, I suppose, you know, in various yeah. ways. So, uh, but the odd one out is massive. The odd one out. That, I think that sums up a lot. That I felt mm. that way. Uh, and as I was as I was going in, um, I came to 2020, and but in 2020 I had uh, how I like to describe it is I had a battle, and it was almost when we were talking about the devil and the angel before. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a battle with the devil guy. <laughs> And kicked kicked its butt. But I want to say butt and bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, did that with with a lot of help and a lot of love, um, which uh, is if we ever get a chance to talk about that, I think that's a massive component in everything. Love as, as oh, an energy, yeah. massive. Yeah. We'll make sure um, we cover that. Definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had loads of love around me, which was which was key, and it was it was something that helped to solidify what was already going on. In, regarding all this really this journey that i'm now on mm. um so yeah i don't know what i just said really to me. sometimes that happens you know when i'm going off on little it's wherever your mind takes you yeah We're exactly yeah. big on that it's yeah. whatever you yeah, yeah. Free, it's whatever's flow. coming through free flow. yeah yeah, yeah definitely because yeah. it it comes what comes out i think is what needs needs yes. to come out okay. i really like that you're really in touch with that emotional side of yourself i could see it coming through and like you said just mean it connects with you you know you're not hiding away from your emotions you spoke a lot there about you know your anger your frustration but what you said was you really you really noticed that you didn't sound like you were hiding away from your emotions it didn't sound like you were you know running like scared from them but actually listening to them and yeah. taking that on board not necessarily earlier on but definitely now. later yeah, yeah now yeah. in your journey yeah. kind yeah. of thing yeah i see it now why, where, how, how have you seen that? Where did that come from? Do you know? Okay, I think that um, a big part of it is pre-2020, my brain is very analytical in some ways, so I, I've met lots and lots of people through my life in different walks. I've totally, like, a massive variety of different people, and I've soaked up so much information and it was almost like on 2020 and 2020 at various parts not all in one go but it was almost like it was sort of downloaded almost from what i'd already seen you know yeah so that was a big part of it um a lot of lot of research and things as well a lot of learning uh and but when you said about when before i didn't i used to like i was like most men i i see it now in a different way but then as I was going through my life, I, I used to hide everything. I used to push everything down. So the, ang- the anger, my, I, I've, got, I've got a temper. So as I, was, as I was growing up, that was probably my, you know, one, of my, one of my flaws. Mm. And I had no, it was just, you know, trying to think back now, you sort of think, oh, that's me. You know, oh. and, then you, and then you start calling yourself, you, you know, the little devil comes out yeah. and he's like, oh, you've upset them and you've done this and you've done that. Oh, you're rubbish and... But now I look at it, I look at it, and I understand that a lot of it was because of how I was feeling that that this anger comes out. It sort of almost it was it projects itself in or embodied in this in this way, isn't it? It's this negative energy. Yeah. I'm, a bit, I'm big on energy, so I was I was again I was talking to someone recently, and I say this a lot about how energy. We know that energy doesn't disappear ever; it just changes form or it goes into somewhere you know another place, so that. Um, when the way I see it is positive and negative energy, the the real the real energy forces, you know, and mm. I can see it even even if you think about a smile, you think about when you see somebody smile at somebody else, and then it's like oh, 
It's like, well, okay, it's yeah. contagious, and that, that's a form of energy, and it goes, but the same with the negative energy, isn't it? Mm. And we know, for example, things like mass hysteria, you know, that fear travels, but if you take it on an individual level, uh, those feelings inside myself um, were, were manifested in, in the anger, were manifested in my behaviour of what I was doing and the, the way I was feeling about myself. Mm. It was all just constantly, oh, um, obviously you can't see hand actions <laughs> on the radio, can you? But it was constantly, it was constantly all about self-destruction, um, even though I didn't realise it at the time, I think. You use those hand gestures a lot. You like yeah. pointing towards your chest. Yeah. It's sort of like yeah. it's very much within you. Yeah, I really cool. liked how your voice changed when you were the little devil as well. So clearly, there is a different tone of voice used. It <laughs> really clearly came across. I loved this download, and I think that could be really helpful for people to to try and understand that that actually what you've done is there's been a lot of things going on and then suddenly suddenly it's downloaded to you in 2020 because very often i think we we automatically go to well i'm doing it wrong or why can't i think like that or but actually there will come a time where it'll just click that download will start happening and you'll start to get it and then and when that's uploaded there's going to be no stopping you kind of yeah, thing you'll yes, be well on yeah, your journey that yeah, yeah. I, th- I think a massive part of that as well is allowing it's you've got to allow yourself space to be you yeah uh, almost you think like what you just said i totally agree with but and and part of that is so i, m- I mentioned before mood meter so it's almost um when you're at that place you, you know like i was then uh starting from scratch I put a mood meter in place and treated everything as right. Okay, if I do almost like points, right? If I do this, then this will give me a boost. I'll get a, a chemical reward for it, um, and straight into my brain, free, free high, and uh, it'll go in there and make me feel good. So then, if I get ten of these little things, ten little steps, then by the end of the day, then I'm gonna have a bigger boost. I'm gonna feel a lot better. So I, I am a big believer in what a lot of, of what we need is inside us, genuinely. Yeah, I feel totally. like we, we don't need that much. We don't need sort of, people are there to help maybe guide and stuff like this, but mm-hmm. essentially it's, it's in us, you know? Yeah. And that's what I think you were saying, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah totally. It, it, when your time is, you've got to allow yourself the space. Yeah. But then let it, let it flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is, and it will come. Yeah. yeah maybe don't try and push it, just yes, no, exactly. notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be more noticing. Yeah. Start to learn to love yourself, do these things, look after yourself, yeah. yeah. Be yourself, yeah. yeah. Um, hence one of the one of our three Bs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, being yourself and being comfortable mm. in that. But it's about learning, and we're, we're changing all the time. Yeah. So we're but always learning about my, who we are. My thing, actually, is, is uh, I just remembered how I like to, or it came, a little phrase came to me was that it's like becoming the real me. So that's what I feel like I'm becoming. I'm becoming actually the person that I was supposed to be yeah. before being conditioned by the life that I've been given. By the society that I've been dropped into, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm liking, sort of, I'm liking it. Yeah. You are. Yeah. yeah, I'm liking it as well. <laughs> I'm enjoying the journey of becoming the real me. But isn't that the whole point? Yeah. That it's, we're not at the destination. Yeah. You know, it's about the journey. Very yes. often, yes. everybody always says that, and yeah. you know, the journey's full of roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah. We know this, don't we? Yeah. Dead ends at times, yes. yeah. but we can find that way out. Yeah, it always works. Yeah. I agree. So. Is there something that you do then on maybe a daily basis or even a weekly basis that then supports you with this kind of journey, yes. supports you to yeah. keep this going? Uh, yes, lots of things. I think that um, 
So you, you mean sort of the things that, what I was just mentioning to you, so, you know, things to boost and how I feel. Yeah, because you were talking like, about the steps yeah. and things yes, like that. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything specific that you could share um, for people listening out there that maybe they, it just gives them an idea, yeah, that yeah, kind of, course, of thing? Yeah, I mean, there's, I, there's a massive list of things, yeah. yeah. And I think that everybody has their own list. However, there are things that we know are very good for lifting yourself, um, however you are really, um, you know, and things, for example, I try to get out, out into nature as much as possible. So that we now, I now know that uh, the amount of mental and physical boost you get just from being in, for example, in woodlands is amazing. You've got this whole connection of stuff. I started learning things about, um, they communicate, all the trees communicate under the ground. When I first learned that, I was sort of, what? <laughs> Why have I been told this before? Yeah. Uh, this is this is like magic. Yeah. So yeah, all these trees communicate under the ground, the mycelium network, and they they even if anyone's listening and they don't know this, it's going to be really he's a co- he's a cookie. Isn't <laughs> it's really true. Yeah, it it's is. amazing. And they, they they if one of them needs water, it's further up the hill. They haven't got as much water. Then they'll communicate, and then the mother tree will okay send them some water, and they'll they all look after each other. Yeah. So anyway, uh, off on a tangent again, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so being in the woods, amazing. Being in, in nature, that's one of the massive things. Uh, quiet time is huge. Having quiet time to sit, reflect, uh, self-talk, yeah. vocalise feelings, all that sort of thing, that's massive. That is massive. You can't be scared of that. You can't be because, this is my how I feel about yeah. it, for me yeah. and my life, uh, it's a massive part of it because it helps you to get, helps me to get to the, the balanced point you know because i understand that sometimes my feelings sometimes my feelings will try to derail me sometimes my thoughts but if i do these things uh then that will help so some other other one of those things are exercise uh, calisthenics i do myself it can be things like um reading creativity music is a massive one Music, obviously, mental health and music. What we're doing, but music yeah. is a massive one. Singing, I love singing. So I used to be a singer in a previous life. That was part of what I did, and I still love that. And I've got a baby daughter now that she has to suffer me singing. To her. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love that. So those are some of the things that I do. Um, but I think if if anybody wanted to get in touch, uh, you know, work on a whole list of different things that can help, really. But I think I think essentially, time with myself time where I'm doing exercise so physical good things which help, uh, being out in nature f- time with other people the right people connected with love and family time, things like that Yeah. so there's, there's a number of things really to be honest what happened was when you when you asked me that question, I, I had a list somewhere but you know because you can't remember everything <laughs> yeah. and I had a list and I can't find the list right now so I was Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no problem I'm sure you can find it you give yeah. some good stuff there we'll be right back You're listening to Let's Talk Wellbeing with Claire and Sue. So this is time, this is time to talk. It is time to talk. We are Let's Talk Wellbeing with Nathan from It's Time to Talk. Some really good stuff coming out there. 
uh, really resonates with us, doesn't it? It so? does. It does. And I think all the stuff, when you were talking about the emotions stuff, you know, I was just kind of like jumping up and down in my seat because, um, you know, we're so big about emotions here at 3B. Um, and to hear your about your project, it's good to talk, you know, just providing that platform, that space for people to share. Because we believe it is really important to lean into feelings, to express emotions. And that um, I don't know if you've ever come across um, a psychologist who's written a great book called Susan uh, David. Um, but she talks about, um, she's done extensive research on this, and she's basically saying our emotions are data. They're giving us information. So rather than suppressing, you know, kind of pushing them away, um, it's actually about using that information yeah. to support us. So that builds our emotional and our mental well-being, which fits, I think, really well with your whole thing about getting to know ourselves. It certainly fits with what we're all about as at 3B. And, and like Claire mentioned earlier, we, we refer to this as having emotional wealth. You know, we're kind of abundant in, emo in, in emotions. And it's about how we use them to support us. So... I'm going to ask you a question here, Nathan, about this whole kind of emotion stuff. I'm wondering, because we believe it, it enables us to be more resilient, you know, ultimately. Um, and I loved what you were saying before about we've got that capacity within us already. So I think it fits really well with that concept. How do you see the relationship between emotions and mental well-being? Okay, <coughs> um... First of all, I think, it's a great question, but I think that uh, one of the biggest things that I've learned for myself is that um, some feelings, so not the, not the same, but some feelings are generated by my wrong learned behavior, you know? So, um, and I think that's a separate thing yeah. uh, that people yeah, often get confused agree. on, don't yeah. So, for example, people, if people feel, like I did before, you know, I went with my feelings all the time. It's a bit of trust your feelings. But then if your feeling is based in fear because you've seen something that you've learned is something to be scared of, then your body makes you then feel that fear, right? Yeah, totally. So I think that um, for me, I've learned that that is something that I've, I've recognised and try to uh, be very... Um, try to recognise it on a regular basis so that then when those, if those feelings arise, I can write, okay. Sometimes it takes a little while, hmm. you know, um, sometimes it, whether it's upset or anger or fear, those, sometimes it can be where uh, I don't recognise it straight away and I'm going with those feelings and then it's something will just, uh, oh, right, yeah. Now, emotional well-being, I think that um, for me it's been a massive part of my learning, or I, I wrote down here mahusive part, I like that <laughs> word, mahusive part of my learning, of the growth for myself really, um, but also that I can't rely on emotions alone, um, that it's like part of the whole the whole network with yeah. inside me. Yeah, you know? yeah totally. Um, and I think part of it for me has been is, has been deep emotion. Part of it for me has been trusting, I mentioned before about, I think, I believe that we all have it inside us. I feel, I feel that it's almost trusting this emotional side of me, but it's not like the feelings that are on the surface, it's the feelings, that it's the emotion deep, deep within. So you noticed before you were saying about touching my chest. Yeah. Um, that 
So there are some emotions, emotional side of it with that that I, that I really trust. Um, with regards to other parts of it, like I said, um, then it is, it is a case of trying to ascertain which ones, which emotions are the ones which are good for my current state of mind, my current life, my current situation, uh, and which are not, and which ones are conducive. You know, it's, you know, it's sort yeah. of, it's a big part of it for me has been learning which ones are the one, the ones that I want. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I, th- I think it's about, it goes back to the kind of understanding yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, a question that I often like to ask, you know, it's kind of like if I'm in the throes of a particular feeling, yeah. you know, you were saying about, you know, we're told, oh, go with your feelings, listen to your feelings, but yes. what, what you said was really, really relevant. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Yes, yeah. What is that about? You know, so it's actually not taking the feeling necessarily at face value. Yes. And I think that's the, this idea of like, what, what's the data? Yes. You know, yeah, to use yeah, the analytical yeah, yeah. kind of term and think about it in those terms. Yeah. You know, okay, so what's, where's my, what's my analysis of this? Yeah. You know, kind of not to over, overthink or no, overdo no, it, but no. just to have a bit of curiosity, yeah, very much. which we're really fond of here well, at 3B. Well, one of, um, Thinking about what you were saying just then, um, and I was thinking about the fact of crying, so I mentioned before about crying. So um, crying often, I think, that as I was growing up and through my life as a, as a human being so far, um, I always associated crying. I didn't want to cry, yeah. partly because crying, I thought, is a very, it means I'm very sad, it means I'm in a bad place. And okay. also, I think, yeah. when, it, when you're crying a lot of the time, it can also almost feel like, you know, it's uh, it's never going to end. It's oh, I feel so. You know. Yeah. Whereas now, I, um, I realise that it's an essential because it, it's, it's almost you know that's part of the process of whatever you've you've taken in or yeah. taken on, whatever you are do going through, let it out. So it's a release, isn't it? Yeah, it's very a, much. It's a physical, so, emotional so now when release. I'm crying, it's almost that I, I'm really grateful actually a lot of the time when I cry because I'm I'm like oh yeah, I needed this. You yeah. know, I need this to. It'll be over soon. Um, it's only temporary, which is another one of the thing that I like to say a lot. It's only temporary, but great question. Yeah, I'm trying to get better at it, learning all the time about it. You yeah, know? that's what we're always learning. I always think that's learning. it. We're we're always learning. We're we're not this idea that we're finished learning and we know everything that we know to be a, a, a human. Imagine, you know, <laughs> it's absurd. Really, if that happened, yeah, you know? I think it would be very yeah. boring. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's all about that journey. It so is. That's really insightful stuff. I love that how you were talking about it and I think that's key that very often we can run away from our emotions yes, very much. so what you were saying there about it's okay to cry yeah. because it'll stop it'll stop at some point and you'll move on and there may be a different emotion that comes up so it's there are finite and it, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's going to be yeah. when we're just riding that wave of it but eventually that wave will crash against the shore yes. and it sort yeah, of like yeah subsides yeah You've been listening to an interview with Nathan, who's from a local project here in the northwest UK called It's Good to Talk. This interview is an extract from our weekly community radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen live to our show every Thursday between 12pm and 2pm UK time via hcr923fm.com. And we'll be back 
with next week's podcast with more interviews and chat to hopefully help you get your well-being mojo on. See you next time.